previously on Uncharted Territory. I don't think there's any way I'd be able to talk like this with some random girl. But with you, I feel comfortable being myself and saying whatever thing comes to my mind, even if it might turn out cheesy. There's just something special about... I didn't get to finish what I was saying due to Guide pushing her lips against mine once again, this time with even more passion and an even longer duration. Then, when she pulled away, she asked, You didn't think you'd get to talk like that without making me need to kiss you, did you? Guide might have been more caring than before, but she was still the coolest. This is episode 14, Ethical Dilemmas and Mysterious Visions. After fixing up the wall and door, I told Guide everything that happened during the boss battle, what I got, and about Kingmaker. Unfortunately, she understood even less about Kingmaker than I did. She did, however, agree with me that it sounded like Kingmaker knew about what was going on with our situation. But without the ability to get more answers out of Kingmaker, we didn't really know anything that we didn't know before. All we knew was their name and the fact that they existed. One thing still bothers me, Guide said. Yeah? I asked. They said that if you failed, then humans would have failed once more, right? Right. Then something like this must have happened before. That's a good conclusion to reach. Is there anything from your history that might sound like this has happened before? Maybe if you believe that some religious and mythological events have actually happened. Outside of that, I can't think of anything where humans were tested by some higher powers. I wasn't going to believe that Kingmaker was some sort of god, but it was probably safe to assume they were some sort of higher power. Whether they were a secret AI gone rogue, mad alien scientist, literal god, or whatever else, I didn't know. But if they were responsible for what was happening, they had to have some degree of great power beyond what humanity was capable of. I see. So, what do you think we should do? Continue on like we were already planning, I answered. What else is there to do? We have no idea what's going on. The only way we're going to get any sort of answers is to keep on progressing. Explore this world, defeat more bosses... If Kingmaker showed up after beating the first boss, maybe they'll show up again if I beat more and give us more answers. But you said that the boss did not even want to fight, didn't you? Yeah. Then is fighting and killing them really the right choice? I figure killing them won't just bring us closer to answers, but will also free them from serving somebody against their will. At the very least, I wouldn't want to be forced to fight on somebody else's behalf. Guide smiled and brushed her hand against my cheek. You're a good man, player. To even be thinking about that, and for your enemies, speaks volumes of your character. Don't get me wrong. 
If they're an asshole who wants to kill me just for fun, I won't have any problem killing them first. But I mean, if they're being forced, I'd rather save them from that fate if I can. Guide only continued to smile before turning her gaze toward my shoulder. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. This is the longest I've just sat down for. It's kind of crazy that I can feel my body healing in real time. This sort of muscle strain would usually take days to weeks to heal, and the damage to my shoulder and thigh? Weeks to months, easily. But my shoulder's already closed up and just needs to grow some skin over it again. Wonder if I'll get some scars. You... You sound like you want scars. Yeah, scars are cool. If I'm going to get beat up and have flying eyes explode against me, then I better get some cool scars out of it. What is cool about that? I would feel bad every time I see them. They would be nothing but reminders of the pain you've gone through. Sure, but consider the following. Yes? They look badass. Guide sighed and lowered her head. Ugh. I don't understand what's so cool about them. It would be so much cooler if you survived your fights without ever getting hurt, so that I would know you're never in pain. Trust me, it's not like I purposely got hit. But I promise I'll keep trying my best to avoid getting hurt so that I won't get scars. Alright? Good. That's enough for me. Guide looked away for a second, only for her eyebrows to raise for seemingly no reason. It was as if she just got an idea or something, and I half expected a light bulb to pop up over her head. Then she turned to look at me again and brought out her coolness to say, And if you do get scars, I'll just have to kiss them until they all disappear. I brought my hand up over my heart and clutched at my shirt. You're too effective against me. Good. It wouldn't be fair if I was the only one constantly being given a racing heart. I clutched my shirt even harder. Too good. Then I remembered something. Wait, a bed. At this rate, I'm going to be all healed up before I even get to rest in a bed. Oh, right. Do you really want a bed that badly? Listen, I've been a sheltered city boy my entire life who's never had to sleep on anything other than extremely comfortable beds before. I haven't gotten to sleep on anything other than the floor and in a chair for the past few days. And your thighs aren't big enough for me to use as a bed for my entire body. I need a bed. All right, I get it. I must admit I'm curious about what it would be like to actually use a bed. So, fine. Guide turned to look at Mimic and said, Make sure to protect Player, all right? Don't let a single thing hurt him. Mimic stuck out its tongue and formed the shape of a seven with it, looking like it was saluting Guide. Good, Guide said, and then gave Mimic a few pats atop its body, making it practically purr up against her hand. Well, uh, purr in a somewhat horrifying way that sounded like a stomach full of acid purring. With that, it was time to head back into the cave for a bit. I only needed to get some more iron and silk, and then I'd be able to build a bed. That meant walking back to the cave I found. Given that I didn't want to have to walk over to the cave every time I wanted to go spelunking, it would be a good idea to start digging a hole through the ground at the base once my body was recovered. 
but that could be saved for after my rest, and I needed a bed so that I could continue my rest. Naturally, Mimic went on a murder spree while heading over to the cave. If any slime so much as dared to exist within our sight, it got absolutely annihilated. The same went for enemies unfortunate enough to be alive in the cave once we reached it. And once we were inside the cave, I had to admit that I didn't really want to leave. Yes, I wanted to head back to the house and get pampered more by guide, but the cave was so far away and we were already there. It felt like it would be a waste to go back after just getting some silk and a few more chunks of iron. So, instead of heading back right home after getting some silk, I decided to go a bit deeper down one of those other cave branches. I was sure Guide would understand. Putting in the work now meant getting to relax for even longer once I made it back. And, honestly, I felt pretty good. Sure, my body was still sore, but I felt fine aside from that. Then I realized something. So far, I had been wearing my armor over the clothes I came to this world with. The armor didn't fully cover me up, and now both my shirt and pants had destroyed sections. If I lost my clothes completely, I was going to be naked underneath my armor because where was I supposed to get more clothes from? Sure, in the original game, there were some clothes the player could wear, but those were equipped in the same slots that armor was equipped in. Would I have to make or find some normal clothes to wear over my armor as vanity sets? That would be kind of disappointing, since I wanted to actually look like I was wearing the armor I had on. But it would be better than running around in revealing armor. Then again, I could also always just go and craft better armor. The better the armor, the more it would cover me up. Really, it was just the copper and wooden armor that looked so revealing. Pretty much everything else in the game did a good job of covering the player up. Unless... Did I download any of those mods that made the armor way more revealing? No, I was pretty sure I didn't. I always liked to play on male characters, and all those mods were targeted toward people who played on female characters. We'll be back with more from Uncharted Territory right after this message. What if you could share your story with the world? What if you could inspire others with your passion, your message, or your vision? What if you had a team to help you craft the perfect story for your business or brand? Well, you can. And we at With Aim are here to make it happen. With Aim is more than just a podcast production company. We are your storytellers, your voice, and your partner in creating a podcast that will captivate your audience, showcase your brand's personality, and build a lasting relationship with your customers. So don't let your story go untold. Start your podcast today. Visit withaim.co slash podcast to learn more. That's withaim.co forward slash podcast. With Aim, be the voice of your brand. I always wondered how the developers felt about some of the game's biggest mods being mods that turned the player character into a bimbo with bouncing breasts as big as her torso while slutifying all the armor in the game. But I still did get some of the mods that would make certain NPCs look more revealing than they were supposed to. 
I shook the thought out of my head and continued my way through the cave, mining any clay and ores I found along the way. Clay wasn't exactly that rare of a resource, but I always found myself never having enough of it when I wanted to use it, so I figured I would collect it when available. I was going to need it for making pots to grow flowers in, and upgrading the house to a brick house sounded pretty nice as well. And it just so turned out that I made the exact right choice to mine out all the clay I found in the cave's walls. Mining the last piece of clay from a deposit of it revealed a single block hole into an adjacent cave. I would have had no idea it was there if I hadn't mined the clay out. I couldn't see anything in the new chamber opened up, so I reached through the hole to place a torch on the block above it. That was when I saw something that absolutely did not exist in the original game, nor any of its modded versions. Protruding upward from the ground in the middle of the new room, surrounded by what looked like a pool of crystallized red water, was a heart. Now, heart-shaped crystals in the original game served as a method of increasing the player's maximum health. That was a trope in games that went back decades. But they were more... cartoonish. They looked like a heart shape, not an actual heart. The heart in the room was massive, about half as large as I was, and it was shaped like an actual heart, albeit one that was crystallized. It almost looked like it was frozen. Not only that, but there was a streak of red crystals leading from the heart down to that pool on the ground surrounding it. With what information I had available to me, I could only assume that the heart was once beating and pumping out blood which created the pool on the floor, and then all of it somehow became crystallized. Was the heart supposed to be how I gained more health? I wasn't sure, but I widened the hole in the wall enough for me to walk through with Mimic right behind me. Inside the room, I lit it up with some more torches and saw that there weren't any other tunnels connected to it, so the only way to find the room was by pure luck via breaking into it randomly. What do you think, Mimic? I asked, prompting Mimic to try licking the red crystals on the ground. Mimic seemed to really like the taste of them, since it kept licking afterward. Before checking out the heart, since I still felt a bit uneasy about it, I tried to mine some of the crystallized pool below me and Mimic first. Eldblood added to inventory! That was definitely new, and confirmed what I thought. It was blood. Curious to see if the item might have a description, I opened up my inventory, only to see that it didn't have a description similar to most items. Next came the heart itself. I wasn't sure if I was going to take it or not, since actually looting the hearts typically involved breaking them with a pickaxe, but I did want to get closer to get a better look at it. Only, as soon as I got close enough to it, the heart began to pump once more, and what looked like red, mystical streams of energy connected it to me. I blinked my eyes, only to then open them and find myself in an entirely new place. 
in a vast field of dirt and sand, with a scorching sun hanging over the sky. I found myself surrounded by hundreds of men wielding shields and spears, and before us was what could best be described as a godly monster, a winged, multi-headed serpent the size of a castle, with legions of men just like me and the others dead on the ground in front of it. Then I saw them. Floating in the air behind the giant monster was a group of white-robed figures watching the battle below. They remained perfectly still, only silently watching, as hundreds of soldiers desperately threw themselves at the monster in an attempt to kill it. Every man brave enough to approach the monster died. At the end of it, only a single man was left, the one whose vision I was sharing. I blinked again and found myself back in the cave with Mimic. Everything was back to normal, except for the fact that the heart in front of me was gone. However, there was a line of text that was in the process of fading away which said, Defier's heart! Added to inventory. I opened my inventory to check and see if there would be a description this time, and this time there was. Defire's heart, the heart of a challenger who failed to ascend. Even so, their desire to survive has lived on and may be used to empower future challengers. Consuming this item will grant you a permanent plus twenty-five health plus one defense, and plus one damage. I placed the item on my heart bar and held it in my hand. The heart, once massive, was now only the size of a regular human heart. The description made it sound like it didn't have a soul attached or anything, so I didn't feel all that apprehensive about using it. Furthermore, it seemed like it was this world's equivalent of the game's heart crystals, albeit with more stats. The heart crystals only gave ten health, but this gave twenty-five health, as well as some defense and damage. Is this the heart of that warrior I saw? I asked it, not expecting an answer, and I didn't get one, either. Without thinking about it, I felt an urge to hold the heart up against my chest over where my own heart was. The next instant, I found myself sharing that warrior's vision once again. The godly serpent who slew so many lay dead at his feet, his spear thrust right between the eyes of its final head. However, his left arm was gone, and it looked like a chunk was bitten out from the left side of his abdomen. He wasn't going to survive, and he didn't. The warrior dropped to his knees, blinked, and opened his eyes to see one of those white-robed figures standing over him. That was the last I saw of the warrior's life. I was back in my body, and I saw my health bar grow an additional heart. The heart that was previously held in my hand was gone, and standing before me, was the warrior whose vision I was just sharing. The warrior 
An ancient man who looked like he was from an era thousands of years in the past looked me over and scoffed. Considering that he was significantly taller than me and bulging with muscles, basically looking like the stereotypical peak of masculinity while I was... me... I couldn't exactly blame him for having that sort of reaction. But even though he might have scoffed, he showed me a gentle smile and placed a hand on my shoulder. I failed my people, he said, his voice just as gruff as his appearance. But I have not given up. If I can help humanity, even if those of my time have long passed... Then take my strength, and defy those who would look down on us. Wait, I said, reaching out to try and grab him. But my arm passed right through him. He faded away the next second, his smile being the last thing I saw. The life of a king, of a hero, flashed before my eyes. It was the life of a man who was born in a time long ago raised in a region that would become known as Mesopotamia, who became a proud warrior and eventually a king. Then, following the arrival of those white-robed figures, he and his people faced countless hardships that culminated in the battle against that serpent I saw. It was a story that couldn't be found in any historical records, but I knew it was real. I saw it as if I was there myself a lifetime of events summarized in just a few seconds before my very eye. Mimic, did you see any of that? Those visions? That hero? I asked. Mimic turned its body from side to side to tell me no. I held my hand over my chest for a few more moments before checking on my inventory again. I had enough silk and iron for what I wanted to do and a decent amount of clay, so it was time to head back. I didn't want Guy to worry about me, and uh, I just felt strange after that experience with the hero. Though, I did mine up the rest of that elf blood on the ground before heading back. I figured it was probably pretty rare, so I wanted to collect all of it that I saw until I had a reason to believe it was useless. Don't worry, the excitement isn't over yet. Come back next Friday to witness what will happen when player returns to guide. See you then. Thank you for joining us on another thrilling adventure of Uncharted Territory. The excitement, danger, and magic of Uncharted Territory continues to unfold, and we can't wait to share what's in store for our next episode. So, mark your calendars, because next Friday, we'll dive back into the game world for more action, mystery, and unexpected twists. Before we part ways, remember that your feedback and support keep this journey alive. If you have any questions, comments, or fan theories, Tweet at us at utpod-. We'd love to hear from you.
Until next time, keep exploring.